This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. If you want to shatter the backboard of education, <laughs> yes. this is where it happens. You folks. can do it. Seen a grasshopper take down an antelope on that geo. He want to know what planet did it his way. Why is it always a crazy uncle? I did it my, my way. way. Good morning, and welcome to Trivia Friday. I am Kendra White, filling in today with uh, my first time with another professor. Would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, yes. Uh, You know, I am a visiting professor. A visiting professor. uh, From another planet, unknown. (laughs) And Bert Harper, usually do Exploring the Word, and they asked me to be on Trivia Friday. It is an honor, isn't it? Well, it's a privilege to be here, and uh, I don't know who I'm filling in for. Who usually sits in this seat? That's a good question. Ed Ed, Ed Vitagliano. Oh, oh man. Okay, Ed, here we go. He'll be invited back quickly. (laughs) And, of course, we have our veteran professor leading us today. It's great to be here. We are so glad to be here. The number to call, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840, the way we play this game. If you're a new listener, it's trivia, and we encourage you to answer our trivia questions. Ask a trivia question of your own. We like when you ask and answer and we also have a mystery question out of these, these original nine. Mm, and what happens if they get it correct? Do you know, Bert? I heard they get a T-shirt. <laughs> That's uh, right. Learning University T-shirt. Get some university swag to oh, wear. Me. Wow. That's right. One of these original nine questions, we're going to each uh, ask three questions. And if you answer the mystery question, you don't know which one it is, but it is one of these original nine questions. If you answer it correctly, you hear this sound. And that means you learn, you win a Learning University t-shirt. You don't have to win to get one. You can go to afastore.net, afastore.net, and uh, I'll get, you, get one for 15 bucks. In your size? Yes. <laughs> you get oh, to get pick. Wow, in your wow. Size. And it helps. It's a lot of fun, and it helps the ministry store at afastore.net, something like that. afastore.net. Right. right. Well, today's a great break from all of the news and, and crazy things happening in our world to just relax and have a little fun and laugh as Christians. Um, we're allowed to do that, so I'm told. Um, so. If, we're, now, if, we're <laughs> not, if we're not, JJ's in bad trouble. Right, right. Hey, I saw where a kindergarten teacher handed out a coloring page for the kids, and it was a sweet little duck holding an umbrella, and she said, now... Uh, students, I want you to, to color this little duck yellow and color the umbrella green. Hmm. Well, little Johnny, the rebel in the classroom, he colored his duck fire engine red. Oh! So the teacher walked over, and she didn't want to embarrass him in front of the class, so she just leaned down and whispered and said, Now, Johnny, when have you ever seen a red duck? He said, as many times as I've seen a duck holding an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I want Johnny on That's my true. team. He's yeah. a realist. He's a realist. <laughs> That's funny. Well, shall we go ahead and give our questions? Let's the, do it. Uh, Ladies list. first. Okay. We've got some great ones. I'm starting off with a riddle today. Question number one. Okay, here we go. If a hen and a half lay an egg and a half in a day and a half, how many eggs will half a dozen hens lay in half a dozen days? 
I'm going to read that again. And I'm going to preface this by, I don't know how half a, le- a hen does anything except sit on a dinner plate. But <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say I've never seen a half a hen. I except know. Except right? when I was eating it. Let, let alone see it laying right, it, right, half an egg. Right. Here's the deal. <laughs> it always comes back to common core math. <laughs> right? Okay, let's read that one one more time. If a hen and a half lay an egg and a half in a day and a half, how many eggs will half a dozen hens lay in half a dozen days? This is not a word trick. This is actual math. So bring out your common core. <laughs> Question number two. What three Marys were at the crucifixion of Jesus? Good three question. specific Marys. And last question. Um, recently, the musical ha- uh, Hamilton was released on Disney+. Plus. So a lot of people are learning about the founding father, Alexander Hamilton, who was the first um, in charge of the treasury. So who shot founding father Alexander Hamilton? It was J.R., wasn't it? Or it's <laughs> J.R. who, yeah. yeah. Or who we, we wouldn't need to know who shot Jr. Right. Yeah. Well, he was Jr. Ewing. Well, he was getting even. Which so it may which have been uh, him. which <laughs> which dollar bill is Jr. Ewing on? I know he's on one of those denominations. <laughs> I don't know. I, I <laughs> is think, that one of your questions? No, yeah, no. Right, oh, extra, oh, extra oh, trivia. Okay. Okay. Bonus round. Is it my turn? It is your oh, turn. Okay, I, I had to pick three <laughs> subjects that I love. One of them is Andy Griffith Show. Everybody, <laughs> it's its own listens, subject. I love the Andrew Griffith Show. So here it is on the Andrew Griffith Show. Opie enjoyed sleeping on an ironing board propped up between two chairs. Hmm. What was this kind of sleeping called? That's, That's number one. Number two, I'm going to do a Bible question too. I think mine's easier than okay. yours. But which book in the Bible begins with God, and which book does not contain the name of God? Good. Two books. It's not Good. the same book. It's two books. And then I'm going to go to the Founding Fathers, too, after 4th of July. Which Founding Fathers signed all four great papers of the United States? The Continental Association, the Declaration of Independence, the Articles of Confederation, and the Constitution. One of our Founding Fathers signed all four documents. Only wow, one. that's impressive. Here's what I've got. First question, a Bible question. Jesus said the kingdom of God is like what kind of seed? Jesus said the kingdom of God is like what kind of seed? Second question, what is the active ingredient in smelling salts? Have you ever played football and you got hit especially hard and you were over there on the sideline? Pass they, out. They and crack <laughs> open that smelling sauce. Um, yeah, it clears your sinuses <laughs> just to think about it if you've ever smelled it. Here's, the, here's what I want to know. What is the active ingredient in smelling salts? And then a true or false question. True or false, the hummingbird is the only bird that can fly backwards. Is that true or false? The hummingbird is the only bird that can fly backwards. True or false? Good questions. Well, we're ready, are we not? What's that number? Let me see. See if I can say it. 888-589-8840. There you go. Okay. This teacher's ready to roll. We're ready. Well, where are we going? Let's see. It looks like we have George. Are you there, George? Yeah. Yes, I am. George Hi. from Michigan. Hi, George. You want to ask, answer, or do both? I want to do both. I'm not from Michigan. I just happen to be here right now. Wonderful. Well, uh, which question do you want to answer? Uh, the one about who shot 
Uh, Hamilton. Okay. Who shot founding father Alexander Hamilton? That'd be Aaron Burr. That is correct. Way to start us out, George. in a duel, which aren't you glad we don't do those anymore? (laughs) Seems to me like a (laughs) dangerous way to work out your problems. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, George, you have a question for us? Yes. uh, I'm sure as you're driving down the highway, you see those strips of uh, truck tire tread laying in the road. Right. Okay. The longer pieces... uh, Truckers have a nickname for them. They're called gators. Now, why would they be called gators? <laughs> now, I missed part of the question. You're talking about something that's you know, in the, the road? You know, the tread, the tread that comes off oh, the tires. Okay, gotcha. That you want to miss and not yes. hit and right. ruin you underneath of your car because they, well, they can I be can, pretty I can heavy. see some of them looking like an alligator when it's in a long strip with the right. bumps on it, kind of like the... Yeah, yeah. the back of the, yeah, the elephant. That's yeah. what yeah. I was thinking. I'm, I'm going with you, Kendra, because it looks like an alligator, George. No, because if uh, you run over them, they can twist and turn and everything just like a alligator uh, fighting uh, something. Like yeah. the tail's flopping around. Okay. <laughs> Take you down to the bottom of the right. river and Ooh. roll you around. <laughs> well, I've learned something on Learning That's University. Right. Already. <laughs> hey, George, yeah. thank you. Be careful there driving, and uh, you have a great weekend. Okay, we ready for the next caller? Next caller. It is Bill from Texas. Welcome, Bill. You have a good morning. You, ladies, what? Which ladies. one do you want to do? Do you want to answer or ask or do both? I would like to do both. Okay. Which question do you want to answer, Bill? The very last one about hummingbirds. Oh, here's the question, Bill. It's true or false? True or false? The hummingbird is the only bird that can fly backwards. Is that true or false? That is absolutely true. Bill, it's 100% true. Hey! Oh, man. Yeah. We're, we're well, on a roll. we in a row. Man, our <laughs> students are sharp. That's right. Hey, do you have a question for us? I do. What we won't do for a cowbell ring. So I've got a question. <laughs> I, I've asked this uh, before, but since we've got two out of three of y'all are, are different folks, what is the largest desert in the world? The largest desert. Good question. Um, you know what? I, I think I remember this mm-hmm. because you immediately think Sahara mm-hmm. or yeah. some of these others right. are like out in California. The Mojave. The Mo- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but I think it's like uh, somewhere Siberia. Cold. Siberia. Somewhere like that. Yeah. Ah. We think of deserts of hot, right. but Siberia is that flat. It's just I think where it, it doesn't get rain. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is that right, Bill? Siberia? You're you're warm, but you're cold. It's colder than that. You're warm, but it's colder than Antarctica. There you go. Wow. wow. Antarctica. That's a great question. All right. Hey, thanks, on, buddy. Cowbell. That's further south than I thought it was. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, have a great weekend, Bill, and thank you for listening to AFR. We got Casey from Arkansas on the line. Hello, Casey. Hello. Hello. You want to turn your radio down, Casey. There's a little bit of a delay, and it will mess you up and mess us up as well. Turn your radio down or turn your radio off. You caught me just as I turned it down. Okay, buddy. Hey, ask, answer, or do both. Uh, Well, I was going to do the hummingbird question. Now I don't know what question to answer now, but I wanted to do both. 
Okay. Well, do uh, you want to uh, – do you remember any of the ones that you might have a, a good what chance? Was, what was the one before – what was the one before the hummingbird question? Oh, before the hummingbird, that would have been uh, – what is the active ingredient in smelling salts? The active ingredient in smelling salts is ammonia. Ammonia. Yeah. Wow. wow. Our, our listeners are on fire. That would wake anybody up. Oh, I got to use them <laughs> yeah. one time. Well, yeah. I'm a fire, I'm a firefighter first responder, so I oh, wow. have, a, have well, an in on that one. Well, we right. appreciate <laughs> that, man. Casey, we, we love those first responders. Two, two of our great favorite people, in my opinion, have called first responders and mm-hmm. truckers. Absolutely. And uh, Absolutely. we appreciate that, Casey. Right. Yeah. Hey, I've got, a, I've got an educational point real quick for the, for the professors. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, last week I heard a question they were answering about, um, uh, oh, darn, now I forgot it. It was about the, uh, oh, man. I hate when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I, Casey, was, I was so busy trying to figure out the other question that I forgot what I was going to say. Casey, it's going to get worse instead of better. You're going <laughs> to you're gonna be like uh, Brother Bert and you, I. You're going to walk into the kitchen and say, now what did I come in here for? So, yeah, you just wait. Yeah. That's the okay, reason when you're okay, a senior remember, adult, you I don't remember, have stairs. Okay, you remember. Okay, I remember, I remember it now. Uh, they asked the question about the uh, chuck on a drill. Yes. And the answer that they gave that they said was correct was that it was uh, uh, the part that uh, opens the front that allows you to change bits on it. Right. The little L-shaped. L-shaped part that opens the front. Right, L-shaped with the teeth on it, and you put it between those Correct. gears there to open up the uh, the little tongs Correct. to to I put wanted, the drill. I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to update you on that. All the right. L-shaped part that opens it is actually the chuck key. The chuck is actually the part that holds the drill bit when you open and close it. There you go. Okay. That's good. All right. Well, listen. Do you have a drill. Do you have a question for us? Yes, sir. I got a quick question. Uh, uh, electricians, uh, before the electricians got to the point where they had nice test meters and everything, uh, true or false, electricians used the two fingers by licking the two fingers on the on the hand and touching each side of a circuit to test 110 volts to see if it was hot. Oh, true no, that's well, not a good idea. Well, I think one guy, <laughs> while they were think, standing in water. Yeah, I think one guy did it. <laughs> Hey Casey, I, 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 that's like somebody, the teenager talking to his dad, and his dad said, "Well, just like you know, you can't skydive without a parachute." Teenager said, "Yes, you can." He, the dad said, "No, you can't." He said, "Yes, you can once." <laughs> hey uh, Casey, uh, I got some electrician buddies that always said, you know, when you don't have your meter or whatever, they said when you're reaching to test a wire, reach and test it with the back of your hand. That way, if it's hot. Because it makes your hand close, and that's oh, how people's hands it. close on things, and then and it holds on to you. Ooh. If it's the back of your hand, it will close away from the, the hot wire. But I don't think it's ever a real good idea to do that. But, hey, I'm going to say since he asked it, and it sounds just a, a little bit out there, I'm going to say yes on licking your fingers and doing that. Uh, the answer is true. You are correct. For years, the master electrician that I actually worked under uh, that was his number one way of testing 
a low voltage, which was one one ten circuit. Right Ooh. now, you don't want to get it. You don't want to test two twenty with it because it will bite you a little harder. Yeah, and you don't want to be out uh, there on three phase trying that for sure. As the resident female yeah. on the panel today, I'm just going to throw in to the young listeners: please don't try any of this <laughs> exactly. at home. No. And Casey, you're yeah, talking. There's a there's a, uh, there's a warning on this. Don't try this at home. That's right. <laughs> hey, and you know you talked about them doing that back in the day. That makes perfect sense now because it was also back before there were there was permanents for your hair. So you got that, and you, <laughs> you got, got your two for one. You deal. got your hair curled. I wonder that's if Ben great. Franklin tr- tried that when he was flying that kind. That, that's what he was up <laughs> yeah, to. That's what he is up hey, to. Hey Casey, have a wonderful weekend there in Arkansas. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to AFR. You know, I had to, the opportunity to try smelling salts once. <laughs> it was quite fun. I had given blood and I passed out. And it was a funny scenario. I was in a blood mobile, and um, they played some Christian music to relax you. And so when I woke up, there was heart music, (laughs) and there were lights on me, and somebody else had passed out that was elderly, and there was an ambulance in the distance. And I was so relaxed, I just thought, man, I'm going to see Jesus any minute here. This was so easy. (laughs) What a way to go. And then I was rudely awakened from this pleasant dream with... Go well, to the felt light. felt like fire in your nose. Kendra, go to the light. <laughs> Don't resist it. Haywood's on the line from Mississippi. Hello, Haywood. Good morning, professors. Ask, Good morning. answer, or do both, Haywood. I'd like to do both. Which one you feel confident about? The biblical question, the kingdom of God. All right, here's the question. Jesus said the kingdom of God is like what kind of seed? A mustard seed. Yeah, where yeah. did that go, man? Uh, Mark four thirty one, and Jesus said it was the smallest seed, but then it grows into uh, practically a tree where birds and things come to rest. And what a! And then he yeah. uh, another place or two he talks about if we we'll, if we just have the faith of a mm-hmm. mustard seed. Guess what those seeds got to do though before they're any good. They got to die. Ooh, oh, yeah. you remember preach. what said, yeah. the, said yeah. the pastor? Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. They got to die. It sounds like a good sermon outline there. Yes, oh, sir. Good. Yeah. Hey, great job, Haywood. Thanks for being in the Word. What's your question for us? I have an animal kingdom question. Hmm. We're ready for it. A giraffe has the same number of bees in his body that we humans have. Same number of what? That's the question. But did you say a giraffe? That's correct. A giraffe has the same number of bees that a human has. Eyes. Eyes. That's what I was going to say, JJ. (laughs) Ears? Let me see. (laughs) Nose? What what in the world is it? Hey, we're we're, going to say eyes. Yeah, we'd be. That was the first answer, wasn't it? (laughs) Okay, I I, I probably should have asked. Uh, is it in it concerning his neck? It is. Well, that's what I've heard. Maybe vertebrae. Yeah, th- yeah, same number, but they're just longer. Wow. No, yeah, kidding. yeah, yeah I've heard that. Uh, Haywood, is that right? Yeah, Kendra nailed it. Yeah, yep. Kendra. Hello, Kendra. Oh, you, you nailed that. I don't think I get credit for it. I think that was think Bert. Bert. Now, I'm telling you, I've never been shit. accused of sending like a woman before. Haywood, <laughs> <laughs> I have heard this that uh, a DJ with a sore throat. Uh, a, a DJ that can't talk is like a giraffe with a sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Haywood. Have a wonderful weekend. Okay, we ready for another caller? 
got some smart callers today. We do. They're ripping through these questions. Yeah, we're going to Kansas and talk to Rachel. Rachel, welcome. Good morning. It's been a while. Well, I'm glad to hear from you. It's been a while since I've heard from you because it's never for me. First <laughs> time on it, Rachel, but I love Kansas and I love the name Rachel. It's a good Bible name. Yes. Go ahead. Do you want to ask or, or, or answer or do both? Both. Go right ahead. Which question would you want to answer? Well, I was actually wanting to quick clarification on the question about the books of the Bible. When it you asked, um, like, what book starts with God? Do you mean, like, the first word in the Bible is, like, a name of God? First, or? The first word. It begins with God. Yes, it does. The first okay. word is God. Okay, I'll do that one. Okay, here's the question. It's two parts. Which book in the Bible begins with God, and which book does not contain the name of God? Well, the book that the first word is God is Numbers, and then the book that does not contain God is Esther. Well, that is not correct. You, you got partial of it. Uh, the first one is in the New Testament. Do I give hints or do I just lay you it can aside? Give you can give a hint. Yeah, uh, it, it has a lot to do with coffee. Uh, a man that makes coffee for his wife. <laughs> what 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 book of the Bible would that be, uh, Rachel? Amos. Oh no! Amos. Think of he, what he would do for for his wife. Brews coffee, doesn't he? Yeah. Are you getting? Okay. I don't know what to say any further, guys. Y'all you're help. Try, you're trying. I'm trying to help her. Yeah. How, what do you get for half an answer? Uh, I think you get partial a partial credit. That's right. Partial, partial credit. Partial. Yeah. Hey, Rachel, you made it easier for the next person. Thank you so much. Do you have a question for us? Yeah. Go right ahead. All right. Okay. What? Um, on animals, there is the anatomical structure of the eye that causes light to reflect. What is that called, and what is the only um, domesticated animal that does not have that? That does not have it. So, like, you're talking about how cats' eyes kind of gleam in the dark, or you see. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So, what? Kind of that green color whenever light hits it. I wonder if that'd be a bat because yeah. of how they. You wouldn't want them to yeah. have it because Yeah, they... you would not. Now, the not. first part you're asking is what. What is it called? What in our eyes? So, now. What, what are we talking? What is that called? That you got the rods and cones. Yeah, and I was going to say rods and cones and the and the optic nerve mm -hmm. and the uh, the thingamajig, the cornea, <laughs> cornea. Yeah. We uh, we yeah. I'm we, not sure which cells. one it is. We don't know the first part what, uh, what, for sure. What's the first part, Rachel? It's called the tapetum lucidum. It's a coating on the back of the eye on the inside. So if you were to like dissect like the eyeball of, say, a sheep or an animal like that, it's kind of a bluish-green kind of marbled huh. layer on the back of the eye, which causes light to reflect. No hey, wonder I've never, I've never seen that part of the eye. Yeah, that's true. How amazing is, that is God yeah, when that I, these people yeah. have these most complex cameras and hear just how she explains that, that God is, is such a, an amazing creator. I don't know how people have enough faith to believe there is no Well, God. that's what it is about evolution. How does the eyeball evolve? Mm -hmm. You either, I mean, you know, did right. it, where it's it so blurry? Right. Or, you know, just, well, that's the first hey, that's answer. Great. What's the What's second, second part? part, Rachel? We guessed What's a bat, animal? but what is it? Uh, it's a pig, actually. Oh, really? Wow. You mean like when they're out flying? They can see differently than the other people <laughs> when they're out flying around. They don't fly at night. 
Hey, explain that in a sentence or two. <laughs> Why pigs don't Rachel? have... Rachel? Explain that in a sentence. You hear the music. Explain the answer to that in a sentence or two. Uh, okay. okay. I believe it's right, well, sun explainable. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Rachel, have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to AFR. On the next Today's Issues. We appreciate hearing from you. You can send us an email at comments at AFR.net. I pastor a small church, so I have to have a full-time job on the side. Uh, when I try to feed the flock, y'all feed me, and I thank God for y'all. If you want to uh, watch the show live, you can go to Facebook or YouTube. Just type in Today's Issues, and you can also access the stories that we talk about. Don't miss the next Today's Issues. Weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central on American Family Radio. And my father, your great-grandfather, fought in World War II. Really? He was a gunner on the big ship out in the Pacific Ocean. Wow. Your great-grandmother did her part, too. Was she on a ship? Oh, no. She stayed back home. She and a lot of her friends worked really hard in a factory because the men had gone off to war. And they held scrap metal drives to help in the war effort. The folks back home were heroes, too. Here at the American Family Association, we consider you the heroes back home. As you fulfill your responsibility of caring for your family day to day, your partnership with us is crucial as we fight the enemies of freedom in America. Thank you for your commitment to the American Family Association. Grandpa, what's a scrap metal drive? (laughs) Let's get some cookies and I'll tell you all about it. Hello Americans, I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. Wondering how you'll finish your degree now? At Liberty University, we want to help. So when you transfer into one of our more than 100 undergraduate online programs this fall, you could earn up to $3,600 in transfer student scholarships, or more if you live in Virginia. That means you could pay less than $900 per course and transfer in up to 75% of your degree. That's up to 90 credits. Save time and money at a school that's been helping students like you for over 30 years. Learn more by texting DEGREE to 49595. That's DEGREE to 49595. Lady Antebellum is now the wokest group in country music, a spot previously held by the Chicks, formerly known as Dixie. Lady Antebellum recently announced they were changing their name because of ties to the Civil War. They were concerned fans might take offense at the word Antebellum. So they decided to rebrand, and just like that, Lady Antebellum became Lady A. There was just one problem. Turns out there was already a Lady A in the world of professional music, blues singer Anita White. She'd been using the name for decades. Lady A, the country music band, tried to pay off Lady A, the blues singer, but she declined, so Lady Antebellum filed a lawsuit. Just so you understand what happened here, a white country music band stole a black blues singer's name, but instead of doing the decent thing and apologizing, they filed a lawsuit. Lady Antebellum is not so much woke as they are sleep-deprived. I'm Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. 
You know that song. You can whistle right along with the Andy Griffith theme song there. And thank you for listening to American Family Radio. It's Trivia Friday, also called Learning Learning University. University. And Tim Wildman and Ed Vitagliano are away, so we've got two visiting professors. Nice to have Kendra and Brother Bert here. The number to call is 888-589-8840-888-589-8840. And uh, guys and uh, Kendra, I guess we need to reset our questions. Okay, here we go. Question number one. If a hen and a half lay an egg and a half in a day and a half, how many eggs will half a dozen hens lay in half a dozen days? Whew, mouthful. Question number two. What three Marys were at the crucifixion of Jesus as listed in John, the Gospel of John? And I'll add one more question, another Bible question. What book of the Bible mentions a gecko? Not to be confused with Geico, which can save you (laughs) hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Now, this is um, specifically mentioned in NIV, um, the New Living, ESV, and the New King James Version. If you are looking at a KJV Bible, it will not have the word gecko. Okay. Very good. I've I've got three questions, and one of them is half answered, so I'll ask the other half when I get to it. But the first question is, on the Andrew Griffith Show... Opie enjoyed sleeping on an ironing board propped up between two chairs. What was this kind of sleeping called? Mm. The second question, part of it's been answered, so I'm just going to ask this. Which book in the Bible begins with God? And then my third question, which founding father signed all four great papers of the United States? The Continental Association, that's the one that's less known. The other three are well known. The Declaration of Independence, the Articles of Confederation, and the Constitution. What founding fathers signed those four papers? Great questions. questions. I'm going to have to add three. All three of mine have been taken. (laughs) First question, a Bible question. What does Jesus' name Emmanuel mean? What does Jesus' name Emmanuel mean? Second question, Chicago is located on the shore of what lake? Chicago is located on the shore of what lake? Here's my third question. Which two letters in the board game Scrabble have the highest value? Hmm. Which two letters <laughs> in Scrabble have the highest value for those of you who are who are Scrabble snipers? All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Okay, we're going to Louisiana and talk to Thomas. Thomas, welcome. Do you want to? Yes, sir. Yeah, going? do you want to answer uh, or ask or do both? Uh, I'd like to do both. Okay. Which question would you tackle first, Thomas? Uh, well, I was going to answer the one about Aaron Burr shooting Hamilton, but uh, I think I'll try the other founding father question. We've got a history buff on our hands. Okay. All right. What's the question? I think this is it. Which founding father signed all four great papers of the United States, the Continental the Continental Association, the Declaration of Independence, the Articles of Confederation, and the Constitution. Which founding father signed all four great papers? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I want to try John Jay. Ah, uh, there's a good try, but that's not the guy. I know he was our first Chief Justice. Yes, he was. John Jay. Wow. And he was also over in Paris negotiating the, the treaty. Paris Treaty that right. would end that war, but it wasn't. He didn't. 
he was absent for one of those, or yeah. he had probably been the right guy there, but he was not right. there for right. one of them. Now, but, mm. Thomas, glad to hear uh, your love for history, uh, you know, with you wanting to do one of the others pertaining to that. And guys, that, this past weekend we just had the uh, Independence Celebration. Mm-hmm. What an amazing uh, work, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution. They say that there's there's not any, been anything like it on the planet. Wow. What wisdom from God to our founding fathers, mm-hmm. this experiment mm-hmm. that we enjoy, these United States of America, 244 years. And for this experiment to continue, when you think about faith, family, and freedom, I just want to throw this little plug in uh, for people to, to be uh, aware and to uh, to know what the candidates stand for and be thinking about how much is at stake for the election in November. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot overstate. Amen. Now, here's what I heard a commentator say the other night on TV. They said uh, that, that the, the parties are uh, diametrically opposed. There's right. not, they're not uh, a lot of gray, mushy middle. They're just on... T- opposite spectrums mm-hmm. and they and he said here's what your choice is in november it comes down to constitutional conservatives who are running against progressive socialists that's so it. we can't tell you how to vote but i i want to urge you to realize to do your research and realize how much is at stake Amen. in november according to which way the election goes we might not even recognize america that is true have well, I overstated that? No, Brother you Burke? have not. And I would say this about the founding fathers. you got to remember what took place before the Declaration of Independence was the First Great Awakening. The First Great Awakening gave the spiritual aptitude to so many of those men. And those that were not directly, they were indirectly influenced by that. And so spiritual life mm-hmm. uh, really precedes that which is freedom you remember galatians and i'm not going to preach but no. he, mm-hmm. he has set us free and we're free indeed yeah. that comes only through christ well and david barton i think you, you hear how many of those founding fathers were were clergy mm-hmm. i mean oh, people the, the ones who say uh well judeo-christian principles that our nation was founded that that never happened yes we never were a christian nation they they're they're not being honest yeah they ought to look at the black robed regiment uh, do that and look at those preachers that were involved in the freedom that we enjoy now. Or, take, better, yeah. or take a coin out of their pot, pocket and look at those <laughs> words on there Ooh. if you want proof. Amen. You know, drive to Washington, D.C. and look at Scripture carved in mm-hmm. stone. You know, hey, sorry, we got off on a trail there. <laughs> Thomas, what's your question for us? That's all right. Uh, well, I just want to say, too, uh, Common Sense by Thomas Paine yes. shows the difference in the uh, media opinion from when the founding fathers you know were organizing those documents uh and i think that's one that every a great every work to American read citizen should read and yes. know, right now common sense didn't anyway. they didn't they have the funeral for common sense just a few years ago <laughs> feels like it doesn't it <laughs> right hey what's uh, your question for us anyway. thomas well uh I'm from North Louisiana, and so it might be localized to my area, but I, I feel like if anybody knows it, it'd be Brother Bert. Um, <laughs> this is a old Southern country thing to do. Uh, so the American hawthorn tree has a fruit. What is the name of that fruit? 
Yeah, yeah. let's smirking. talk among ourselves. Hawthorne. Is, is that like the pawpaw, like the pawpaw I patch wonder. or something like yeah. that? Ah. It's going to be something southern. I thought he was going to ask you something about cornbread. Man, I, I could answer any food question I'll taste about one, that. though, yeah. if you want to send uh, one in. You know. Well, I'll, I'll give you a hint that has to do with food. It's used to make jelly. Okay. What about Hawthorne? You've got grapes. You've, Plums. Like you've got... Uh, what about a muscadine? Muscadine. Now, those are vines. That's but, a good guess. Yeah. That's a good guess. What's the other thing uh, that, that sounds like, I mean, that you have... Scubbinines. Mus- yeah. That's Scubbinines it. and muscadines, and right. they're not much difference, but they are similar. Hey, we don't We, we, we don't, don't know. know Thomas. Tell us about that, Thomas. Those are all good guesses. I can give you one more hint. It's right in May. My grandmother, had, my grandmother had a gooseberry, had gooseberry bushes. Not too many people knew about gooseberry. Elderberry? No, sir. Okay, you, you got to tell us, You're going to make some people hungry. And yeah, yeah. And guess what I'm going to do for lunch. I'm going to have some jelly and <laughs> Ooh, biscuit, man. All right, Thomas, what's what's the answer? It's a Mayhaw. Oh, yeah, Mayhaw. I remember. I, I've heard of that, yes. A Mayhaw? Mayhaw. Yeah, May- you got to say it right. Mayhaw. You can't say it. You're from Kentucky. I can, you, apparently. You, you got to do it down this <laughs> way. You know? Thanks, you Thomas. Throw out the W on That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, Thomas, have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening to AFR, and thank you. We can hear uh, uh, how patriotic you are. Thank Amen. you for that. Praise yeah. Lord. Let's go to another caller, Mississippi, Lander. Lander, welcome. And do you want to answer, ask, or do both? You both, sir. Okay, Lander, it's good to have you. I have here that you are about 10 years old. Is that right? Yes, sir. Well, well, we the learning university professors are expecting to learn something from the 10-year-old right. by your question. Hey, but, and, and Lander, <laughs> uh, it's good to hear, as a dad uh, with a lot of kids, it's good to hear how polite you are. Your parents have done a really good job. It's nice to hear you say, uh, yes, sir, and no, sir. That's very impressive. You which, bet. Which question Thank you, you want? Which question you want to answer? I'd like to answer the question about the Marys. About the Marys. Okay, here it is, Lander. What three Marys were at the crucifixion of Jesus? They're at the cross. The Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. Mary Magdalene. Yes. And Mary Cleophas. That is correct. Wow, nice Great job. Job. Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Jesus, and Mary of um, of Clopas. I'm not sure how it's pronounced, but that is correct. That Good is, job. I'm That's, telling you, that uh, is great. That would be impressive for, for anybody of any age, but especially yeah, a 10-year-old. Yeah, well, you get the first two pretty, mm-hmm. you know, right. significant. That third one in yeah, there throws, throws it in. Yeah, throws you off That's a little right. throws you off. In hey, uh, Lander, do you have a question for us? Yes, sir, I do. Go right ahead. On the TV series Bonanza, Dan Blocker played as Hoss Cartwright. What was Hoss Cartwright's actual name? Can I answer that? <laughs> yes, sir. So I, when you grew up, when I grew up, uh, church on Sunday night, you had to leave and leave half of Lassie unseen, and then you'd come back and see the last half of Bonanza. His name was Eric. Is that correct? No, sir. Yes, sir. He said no, sir. What was it? Harry. Harry. Okay. Uh-oh, a little we'll have to double check that. Uh, 
Let me Google that. I, I thought I was a bonanza expert. For those of you that were not watching online on Facebook to see the video of this, let me just tell you what happened in studio when Bert Harper heard bonanza. His body language he got excited. Yeah, leaned forward, yes. big old grin. Listen, half up. half of the programming, and you weren't far behind, JJ. When I grew up, were westerns. That's right. I mean, the you, rifleman, you, gun yes, gunsmoke, bonanza, wanted or, dead or alive. Early Lone Ranger. Oh, you man. hear that music and uh, see him riding the masked man. Yeah, La, uh, Lander. According to burned. our official documentarian, Brent Eric was his name. Oh, All right, you yeah. learned R-I- us, you see, learned us something. What happened, Lander? His mom was from Scandinavia. Really? And yeah, and on the way out west is where she died, mm. and uh, he was named Hoss because uh, not horse, but Hoss because his uh, uh, Ben's uh, brother-in-law was Hoss, and they nicknamed him after the brother-in-law. Wow, you do know I a lot know of, that. Lot of, uh, <laughs> listen, all right, hey Lander, have a great weekend. God bless you, buddy. Tell your parents thanks for listening to AFR, and again, uh, your folks are doing a great job. Raising you to be a polite young man. Thank you so much. You ready to go to the next caller? Let's do it. In Tennessee, and it's Paul. Paul, do you want to answer or ask or do both? Uh, Do both. Okay, brother. Go right ahead. Which question would you try first? I want to try to answer the one about the book, the Bible that begins with uh, God. Okay, here it is. Which book in the Bible begins with God's name? It just, that's the first word. What is it, Paul? Hebrews. You got it right. Yay! Yay. Now, that was originally a two-part question. What was the first part? The, the, first the one other part was, which book in the Bible does not even contain the name of God? And that was Esther. Esther. Yeah, but and you see the hand of God in Esther as yes. plain as any book that you have absolutely and, uh, it's it's an amazing but what a story what a contrast that is and then you were giving a hint for for the ones <laughs> who that might have went over their head what were you telling our earlier caller well about, i was saying, about coffee you know yeah what a man does for his wife not she brews but Hebrews. Hebrews, yeah. That's now, good. Uh, listen, when you do what I do and you've been in it, you've got all these ways to remember stuff. Like, Do you know what I mean when I say General Electric Power Company? Ge- uh, General Electric G- yes. Power Company. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Philippians Colossians. Colossians. Nice. That's it. That's right. How about Let, L-E-T? L-E-T? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lois Eunice Timothy. That was ah. his grandmother, his mother. And when you have a mind like mine, you have to operate that way right. or you can't remember it guys. oh yeah but anyway it was hebrews that hey, is correct what is a good way while we're here milk and bread how can i remember that when melanie <laughs> sends me to the store <laughs> hey. write it on a piece of paper hey, if it's more than one item write it down hey JJ. hey paul what's your question for us which u.s president uh served two terms but not consecutively you guys know that? Grover Cleveland. Ah. Really? Yeah. Grover Cleveland. That's right. Okay. That's right. That's it. Now, I've said this yeah. before, and I'll say it again. All of the older presidents, to me, I get them confused with cars. Because it seems like I know somebody that used to drive a Grover Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they all, if you say the name, I want you to just think, hoopty. 
a big old car <laughs> with a lot of room, the terrible gas mileage, and you can almost say, yeah, I can't remember it now. Is that a car name or an old president name? If I remember correctly, he, he, he got married while he was president. Really? Uh, yeah. And, so uh, he was doing all the honeydew list, and then after he got things caught right. up, he came back that's and ran right. again. And she was a young, young, and you know how they didn't like that. Politicians have always had it rough when you, you know, the media's Pressure. always been around. Now they're right. extra worth now, but they were rough on him. And uh, let me see, a Harrison interrupted his. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, his that's guy. impressive, that's brother Burt. Now he so he ran. Then somebody else did. Then he just came back yeah, and, got, and ran. He sure did. That, so so that's right, a... Paul? That's right. Paul, man, I, I love these questions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. What part of Tennessee do you live in? Union City. Okay. Oh, man, yes. I've been there. It's a great city up there in the northern part. Closer to Kentucky, guys. Yeah. Of northern part of, of Tennessee. Well, yeah. thank you for listening to AFR. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend, Paul. Well, let's go to the next caller, and he's in Florida, and it's Ron. Ron, welcome, and do you want to answer, or you want to ask, or do both? I'll do both. Okay, man. Yeah, I hear that. What he's a got voice. a radio voice. <laughs> That's a voice, Ron. Appreciate it, brother. Go ahead. Thank what you. question do you want to uh, uh, try to answer? The, the name of Jesus, Emmanuel, that means God with us. That's Amen. right. What, what does Jesus' name, Emmanuel, mean? It means God with us, and he certainly is, isn't he? He is, and uh, yes, the better is. part of that is when the Holy Spirit came, it's God in us. Oh, I like that. That's it. I like that. Ron, thank with you. With us and in us. Promise to never leave us, never forsake you us. Bet. Hey, Ron, do you have a question for us? Well, now that you just said that, promise to never leave us or forsake us, when Jesus was on the cross, he said, my God, my God, why has that forsaken me? Mm-hmm. That's the only time in the Bible that Jesus used the term God. He always said, Father, my Father, oh. our Father, the Father. So when he uh, said that, and we've heard the sermons that God turned his back on his own son, but like you just said, he will never leave us or forsake us. So why did Jesus say that? I know the phrase was Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabachthani, Mm -hmm. but uh, because he had, well, we got the pastor sitting here, but because Mm -hmm. he who bore no sin had our sin on him, and God cannot look at sin, so he had to turn away from the sin, and he was was sinless, Mm -hmm. but he, when he went to the cross, he willingly took our sin upon him, and he he paid the penalty yeah. for our sin on the cross. And for those of you that maybe just hit seek or scan, you're listening to the radio, it's because of the life, death, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's how you're saved. Um, That's how you go to heaven, a yeah. personal relationship with Jesus. Not religion, but a relationship. Amen. Amen. And it's a quote from Psalm 22. Mm. Uh, you know, the David used that psalm. He felt forsaken. You know, and so okay. when Jesus was on the cross, it was he he said those exact words that David had said a thousand years earlier. But go ahead, Ron. I think that's what Ron's uh, looking anyway, for. Psalm 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 twenty two. Okay, that's it, brother. With the the first verse, yes. my God, my God, why has that forsaken me? But then by the time you get to the end, uh, the end of that uh, psalm, uh, you know, he's my redeemer, he's my high tower. Everything. So we're all going to have bad days, but at the end of the day, Amen. okay, so that was a prophecy about the crucifixion, and it depicted the crown of thorns, the spear in the side, gambling for the clothes. And back then, when that was written, as a thousand years earlier, there were no crucifixions. This yeah. is before the Roman Empire. It was a prophecy, and he mm-hmm. was reminding people 
that this is the prophecy. Well, he right. that is good. The That's good. Yeah, let me say this about that. You know, da- uh, David really felt that. He didn't say, okay, I've got to write down, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me so Jesus can use it? Mm-hmm. No, he was feeling that, but it was prophetic. It had a dual dual purpose. Mm. And so much of the Old Testament is like that. This is what they were feeling. This is what they were going through. Mm. But it would also identify who Jesus was. Great question, Ron. Good. Thank you, Ron. Thank you for listening. I'm guessing you're listening in the Jacksonville area. Is that that right? Yes, sir. That wasn't my question. I just came to my mind when he said that. Okay. What's your question? The the question I intended to answer, because y'all, I'm going to give you a hint. I've uh, been talking about hens and hummingbirds and flying pigs. What is the fastest animal on the planet? Okay, on land, in air, or in water? <laughs> He's ready. <laughs> well, is ready. I've got a grand. I've got two or three grandsons. They specialize in this stuff, and I've spent last week with them. So yeah. we were talking about land, water, or air. Which. Well, I mentioned hens and hummingbirds, so air. Okay. I think it's the falcon, falcon. Pe- a pedigree or, or something. Uh, Paragon. Pe- yeah, par- how do you say that? No, I mean, Paragon falcon. Farrier. Farrier falcon. Farrier falcon. falcon. That's, it. falcon. That's it. Man, That's when it dives, it dives fast, doesn't it, Ron? Yeah, 176 miles an hour. And, and since they're not falling, they're not flapping their wings, they're diving. They're diving. But they're controlling their path, so wow. it's technically traveling. Right. And uh, 176 miles an hour. But, hey, God bless America, and uh, you guys keep up the good work. I enjoy your show, and uh, God bless. Amen. Thank you, Ron. When you have three grandsons, or four, you got four all of them, but I had three to spend a lot of time with, you will learn to answer questions like, who's the toughest? Who's the fastest? Who's the biggest? Those are very important questions to boys. I feel like you studied up for Trivia Friday today. You are on it. That's right. Hey, we had when we were young, uh, which there wasn't all the apps and things, but our version of the app was the Guinness Book of World Records. You bet. And that's what, you know, about who's who can throw a ball the fastest, who can hop on one leg. And we just, one whole summer or two, we just – you know, went tried from, to break them all. Well, we just went from uh, item to item, going, "Man, look at this! How long a guy?" That was can... the best Christmas present ever to get a the book, the, get, right? And it changed each year, you right. know, because well, you had records. I want to go back to Ron briefly from Florida. Uh, you know, of course, the Bible says, "Don't envy." Mm. But as a broadcaster for 30 <laughs> years, you know where I'm going with this. You hear that voice. I, pre- oh, I say whew. for a preacher, too. Man, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit envious of Everybody hears my voice, and I say, man, I recognize that voice. I said, it's not distinguished, but it is distinctive. There you and, go. Uh, you yeah, he had, a, he had some pipes, didn't man, he? Man, didn't he? Ron, Thank you, Ron. Like he Thank be you, on man. The radio. Who's our next caller, Kendra? Okay, we have Reverend Doc from Texas. Are you with us? Hello, this is Reverend Doc. Well, thanks for joining us on Trivia Friday. Would you like to ask, answer, or do both today? I'd like to try both. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Amen. Well, what question would you like to answer? Well, one of the strongest uh, legs on an animal on this planet is a kangaroo. Oh. So the question is, true or false, they cannot walk backwards. Or they can walk backwards. So true or false, they cannot walk backwards. Uh, I can answer this yeah. one. The kangaroo cannot walk backwards. That makes sense. You're right. You're right. Good yeah. question. And I'll tell it, you, can uh, it jump backwards? I'll tell you what it can do. 
it can get in the ring with you, and it can be the longest day of your life <laughs> if you both have boxing gloves on. <laughs> hey, me, way Good to question. Go. Me out of here. Hey, Reverend Doc, do you want to answer one of our questions? Yes, sir, about the document signing. Yes, that was this which founding father signed all four great papers of the United States, the Continental Association, which is the least known, but it was important, the Declaration of Independence, the Articles of Confederation, and the Constitution. I'd have to say Ben Franklin. Again, I'm afraid not. Uh, ben oh. was over in Paris again doing his work with the Treaty of Paris, and he was not the oh. guy. He, this is a guy, it's not one of the biggie-biggies, but he is in the I can't, mid-range Not a marquee founding father name. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but, but you got a lot of people nibbling at that one. You sure I, do. I've, I've watched that bobber uh, go, <laughs> go down a couple times. So, yeah. hey, good try, and uh, thanks for listening there in Texas. You have a wonderful weekend. Okay, do we have time for another caller? I think we do. Okay, we let's go to Alabama and talk to Mary. Mary, uh, welcome to Trivia Friday. It's hard not to say exploring the word, guys, but <laughs> it's, right. it's, it's Trivia Friday. Head. But uh, do you want to answer or do you want to ask or do both, Mary? Well, hello there, all of you. How are you today? Man, we're good. I'm Mary, good. we're a little bit close on time. Which question do you oh, want to okay. answer? Uh, Which- yeah, I want to do both, but if I only have time to answer one, it would be the Chicago uh, Lake question. Here's the question. Chicago is located on the shore of what lake? Michigan. That's Woo. right. Great job. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And it's the only lake only in the United States. I'm from there originally. Well, I, I, that. I hear that <laughs> accent a, a little bit. Maybe Joliet, somewhere nearby there. <laughs> well, um, do you want to do you want to answer? Do you want to uh, ask us a question quickly? Well, I kind of did. Uh, what's the relationship of a soda and a balloon? Of a what and a? Repeat your question. The relationship. Man. What's the relationship between a soda and a balloon? Soda and a balloon. They both can blow, be blown up. They both, they both pop. They both pop. They're both pop. They're both pop. There to go, good. Kendra. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, Mary. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for listening to AFR. Hey, we're going to be back. We're going to take a five-minute break, give you a chance to get some pop. Or if you live in the South, get give you a chance to, to go get a Coke. Yep. And uh, But news and information straight ahead. We'll be back in five minutes, and then we'll talk to Lee in Texas, Roberta in Indiana, and talk to you right here on Learning University. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.